baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So, Phil, how would this work? Well, what we have is the um, state legislature, by a two-thirds vote, which they likely have, uh, put a constitutional amendment before voters come this November. The language of that is going to get to be worked out, but this isn't entirely unexpected. Holly, I've got to be honest with you that, you know, legal experts have long said that California's basically protected itself against a change in Roe v. Wade and that it is the law in California and as states are allowed to do that, they're doing it here. But... There's also an election, and this would be on the November election, November 22. So this would be the midterm election in which Gavin Newsom and a host of other Democrats who are otherwise running kind of tepidly right now would have a real issue to run on, and they are going to use it. Well, Phil, you got to figure this will juice voter interest from both sides of the aisle. Who will that benefit in November? Well, that remains to be seen. The uh, other side of the aisle in California isn't as big as the Democratic side of the aisle and the pro-choice side of the aisle. It's repeatedly polled and showed in past uh, elections and such that choice is the choice in California. So what the Democrats are hoping is that what this will do is drive up turnout among women under 50 who aren't necessarily crazy about Gavin Newsom or Joe Biden or a host of other Democrats right now that have kind of gotten lethargic. This would be an issue. It would kind of be, and the plan is to use it like Gavin Newsom used COVID during the recall. Remember, the recall started out about, you know, mask mandates, yes, but also about, you know, uh, crime and other issues within the state and confidence about, you know, the various uh, state departments. And Gavin Newsom was able to draw it and the line on how he responded to COVID versus Trump and Texas and the Republicans. And he used that and ran on California's record on COVID care to beat back the the, the uh, recall. This time, what they're going to do is, let's say you're Rob Bonte, your newly named uh, attorney general here in California. You're facing opposition from uh, people that aren't crazy about your judicial reform record. They say that you're soft on crime. Well, he's going to turn around and they have already got the ad in the can to say he's running as a defender of choice. So it's meant to drive out the uh, drive up the, the numbers for voter turnout and also draw a line between the incumbents and people who may be challenging them. And and that's how politics work. You take things, whether they're good or bad, and you try to use them to your advantage. And putting a constitutional amendment that's not necessarily needed in California in front of voters come November, you have an issue you can run on that's bigger than the malaise and possibly might even get people out there despite inflation and the gas prices. Okay, very quickly, Phil. So that protects the right in California. So all the people that are going to be coming from different states into California to get procedures, is the governor ready to add more funding for the clinics that have to handle that crush? He's already been talking about that. The question is how much and how long. And by the way, this issue is going to be played out 
in midterm elections across the country with the idea that it's time for Congress to get in there and change the laws of the nation. So, Holly, I think what we're going to see is more money coming in from the state. We're already hearing about Santa Clara and other counties helping out. And you're going to see private uh, donations as well. So this is just the start in what's going to be a continuous fight up across America. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.